You're listening to the Right Ordered Life Podcast, episode number 42. Do you ever feel like there's a tug of war inside you? A part of you feels one way and a part of you feels another way and you can't figure out what to do. Or do you struggle with extreme bursts of emotion or coping behaviors that you can't seem to stop? There's an answer for all of this and I'm not just sharing information about it. Today, I'm sharing my personal journey with a type of inner healing, a therapeutic modality that is really helping me and giving me some hope. I want you to have that hope too, that you can heal from painful emotions, confusion, and inner conflict so you could have so much more peace. That's coming up. I'm Stacy Santiago, and I'm here because I see you. If you're hearing my voice right now, chances are you're disappointed, grumpy, and honestly sick and tired of not having the time and energy to do it all. Here's the deal. I know that most days it feels too hard to be a good mom who successfully keeps her family and job going. It's normal to feel this way. I've been exactly where you are. As a board certified coach and licensed professional counselor, I've helped hundreds of clients connect with God, be happy at home, and do meaningful work without running out of time or energy. When you tune in each week, you're going to learn proven tools to live a right ordered life of faith, family, and purpose that you want to wake up to each day. As a board certified coach and licensed professional counselor, I love learning about anything psychology, all the different therapeutic modalities. There's neuroscience, I mean, anything to do with understanding and healing thought, emotion, and behavior, I am game for that. People and their deep, sticky motivations, struggles, and patterns of behavior, as well as transformations, fascinate me. And knowing that most people pursue a passion because it's personal for them, I can see why I'm drawn to psychology. I've struggled with depression and lots of my own emotional messes my whole life. And I love gaining understanding, having life-changing insights, and pouring solutions out to people. I can't help but put on my coach's hat, listen to someone, and help them find their own light bulb moment and find an action they can take that gives them some immediate relief. The inner work is good stuff, my friend. Over the past 15 years, I've learned a lot about these psychological techniques and modalities. And I've tried most of them out myself, or at least with clients. EMDR, reframing, CBT, motivational interviewing, heart math, even hypnosis. And the one I like the most, and the one I'm using now in my own inner journey, is IFS internal family systems, also known as parts work. In some ways, IFS is so much simpler, natural, and holistic than everything else, but it's also comprehensive and complex. But bottom line, I'm finding it very helpful, and so I want to share it with you. This episode will only uncover an overview, but even just knowing the core ideas of IFS that can bring immediate understanding, relief, and compassion toward yourself. So it's not a magical solution or the only effective healing process out there, but it is effective even when you're learning and you begin to apply it on your own without a therapist. So I want you to know about it. You deserve the best tools along your journey to peace, balance, 
and what IFS calls integration. Keep listening to take a look under the hood of IFS with me. I'm going to give you the what, why, and how, plus a variety of solid resources for you to learn more and even begin your own parts work today. There are three big mistakes we make that IFS can help liberate us from. Number one is believing that one negative feeling or characteristic is your entire identity. So for example, and if you've ever said, I'm a failure, or I hear clients take on this as an identity, I don't follow through. I'm just stuck. I'm so judgmental. We take on this label, this one negative emotion or characteristic, and we feel like it's us, like it's just us. But my friend, what if a part of you felt like a failure? What if a part of you has taken on the job of not following through? So the nuance here is that, sure, it's a valid emotion, but what if it's just a part of you that feels that way and not your entire self, not your core identity? Changes the game a little bit. Number two, the mistake of believing there's something wrong with you. So for example, you get angry and just explode, or you feel depressed and struggle to be happy, or maybe it's a struggle to control your sugar cravings and stress eating. Been there and done that. What if nothing is wrong with you at all? What if there's a part of you that's wounded and carrying an extreme emotional burden? We know that there are no bad parts. So this angry or overeating part is acting out or driving this behavior because it's trying to protect you in some way. Has a little bit of a kind of distorted way of doing that at times, but it is trying to protect you. And I don't know about you, but just knowing that helps me feel a lot better. Think about that. You're not a bad person and you're not broken. You've just got some parts work to do. Mistake number three, trying to fix the circumstance. This is human nature. We're striving on some level every day to reduce pain, decrease effort, and increase comfort. Primitive brain tells us to do this by adjusting what's around us. Our home, car, job, appearance, money, status, relationship. And unless you know how to interrupt this pattern, you follow along looking for things and circumstances the next set of external conditions that will make you feel better. But true, lasting relief can only come from the inside on a spiritual level, and that's your relationship with God, and in the natural realm, your psychology and wounds from life experiences, especially childhood. The problem is that your inner parts never get the attention they need to feel better. We're simply not doing the deep inner work that our systems need. Without a felt sense of safety, truly feeling safe, feeling compassion, being seen, parts are stuck with their burdens and overperforming jobs that often hurt you more than they help you. And there's a cost to this. You'll struggle to regulate your emotions because you don't know that parts are blending with you. Blending is when you take on a part's beliefs, model of the world, and negative emotions. Most of us, most of the time, walk around blended with our parts running the show. 
And we don't know how to come out of it and how to stabilize our system. More on that in a few minutes. You can also get stuck going to the wrong kind of therapy and not knowing why you're not feeling better. And it hurts your relationship with others without awareness and compassion for the parts in those people that you love, you're more likely to judge them, lose your patience, and fall into resentment. You can see why IFS is important and can be a game changer for finding peace, self-acceptance, and emotional freedom. So let's go deeper into the what, why, and how of IFS. The premise of IFS is that we have multiple parts, unique personalities within us. And this aligns with our faith. The Holy Trinity is multiplistic. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And it just makes sense. I mean, have you ever said, a part of me wants this, and a part of me wants that? So maybe, for example, part of you wants to stay at your job, but then there's a part of you that wants you to carve out a new career path, right? So your parts are actually speaking up in a way there. And if you haven't seen the movie yet, check out Pixar's movie Inside Out. That will help you visualize all of this. So many people say, have you seen that movie? Now this makes so much sense. Because yes, it's all about parts and emotions and how they function within us. There are three types of parts. Number one, the manager part. And this is a protector role. Managers are often driving the bus. That means they're managing your day-to-day. And they keep the exiles, this part we'll talk about in a minute, that's the very emotional and wounded part. They keep them hidden or contained so you're not flooded with their negative emotion and can't function. Managers help protect you against what they are afraid of will overcome your system and just break it, basically. You can have multiple managers. Most people do. And some examples of a manager is an internal critic, a controller, maybe a good girl that always wants you to do the right thing, or a high achiever. So for example, your inner critic might demand perfect performance. And it's doing that to avoid criticism so it can keep you safe from rejection. Your inner critic might emphasize efficiency an achievement. And that's its way of helping you stay on the ball and to not be hurt, right? To not feel this rejection. But if that's the case, then you may have difficulty relaxing and enjoying leisure because the inner critic is constantly keeping you in this drive to achieve and keep it all together. Second type of part is called the firefighter. And this is also a protector role. It is an extreme behavior. And this is the difference between your everyday driving the bus manager. The firefighter is an extreme behavior that tries to stop an exile from flooding or taking over. And the firefighter will step in to put out the basically emotional dumpster fire. So it might be an angry part. And so if you you can feel it in your body, there's a flash of anger That's angry part, protecting you from something. Could be an isolator part that has you just shut down, like literally run away, like flight and just shut down. 
Or often firefighters are coping behaviors like overeating, going right to the food that you know you shouldn't eat, sugar, alcohol, overworking, shopping. They're coping behaviors often taken to an extreme and they're doing it to protect you. And then the third part is called the exile. And these are young parts. They carry wounds and extreme burdens. They want to be known, feel rescued from isolation and redeemed from heartbreak. And they flood you. Protectors suppress them so you can function in the world and not collapse. So for an example, you might have an exile that is a shame part or an abandoned part, fear part, sad part. You can imagine this. If you if there was no one protecting you from this fear, you would be in this state of fight, flight, panic all day long. Or if there was no suppression of this shame part, imagine that kind of burden, how you would feel dragging that through so vividly and feeling that emotion day in and day out. Another example, if you have an abandoned exile part, It might feel victimized, frightened, hopeless, and needy. And it can cause you to question the value of your own existence, making you wonder if you're worth anything at all. Those are the three types of parts. You've got managers and firefighters, and those are protector roles. And then you have exiles, the wounded ones carrying the extreme emotional burdens. Several of the part examples I just shared might have resonated with you. I know they do me. And you might even be wondering, well, gee, how many parts do I have? Well, there's no specific limit. It's different for everyone. And so don't worry about how many can you identify and see versus how many you can't find. (laughs) Don't worry about having too many parts. The big players, the ones who are most active in your system, they reveal themselves as you start to get to know your system and build trust. Now, why should we care about parts and pay attention to this? You're busy, right? Well, let me give you the short list of why you should care. Number one, it helps you understand why you get activated and feel a flood of negative emotion. You're able to ask the part to give you some space to soften back, which helps you regulate. It gives you some control over what's going on inside you. And you can step away from the singular negative identity. Remember, that was the first mistake of believing that you are a failure. You are a procrastinator. You are rejected. You can step away from that singular identity because it's just a part of you that feels that way. You understand other people's triggers and behaviors, and it helps you express what you're feeling in a non-defensive way. You know, imagine if you're mad at your husband for something, instead of just attacking him or feeling buried in the emotion you have right now, you might be able to say, well, a part of me feels this way and invite him to say the same. When you get to know your parts and help them unburden, you feel them relax in their roles and feel more peace and stability in your daily life. And eventually you'll spend more time, more and more time in a regulated state Instead of fight, flight, or shutdown, you won't spiral as deeply or as often into negative emotion like depression, fear, shame, loneliness, grief. Because I know that's a big one when I work with clients is how do I stop the negative spiral? IFS helps with that. And it's easier to like yourself as you can have compassion for your holistic system. 
All these parts want to protect you in some way. There are no bad parts. When your inner critic steps back, it's easier to be patient and do self-care. Okay, so lots of great benefits, right? But how? How do we start doing parts work? I'm going to give you two specific exercises you can start doing today if you want to. First, we need to talk about the key to being able to do these exercises. And it's the concept of integration. And that's the healing of parts in a stable system. And we refer to this state of integration as self-energy. But from a faith perspective, we might think of this as spirit-led self or even your soul. And the self is defined as having these eight characteristics. Compassion, curiosity, confidence, courage, creativity, clarity, calmness, and connectedness. Why is the self important? Well, if you're not in self and you try to work with your parts, they're not going to cooperate. They might not show up at all to engage you. Healing depends on your parts feeling safe. It's a felt sense of safety. And they won't feel safe if you're judging them, if you feel agitated, or you don't like your parts. That said, you want to test out the two following exercises while in self as best as you can be. And now you don't have to be have all the eight C's going for you to do this. Start simple like feeling curious about your parts. That's where I start. Sometimes I'll start from a place of just compassion. I'll just take one of those words that feels easier for me to get into. And then it helps me move away from any impatience, judgment, or negative feeling toward a part. Okay. So now here's what I want you to do for the exercise. Think about your dominant emotions and behaviors. Look back through a typical week. Recall some rough spots in the past few months. Make a list of what you most frequently feel and how you react or cope with difficulties. So for example, I know that some of my dominant parts, the ones that show up most often, are my producer manager part, my controller manager part, my angry firefighter, and my sadness exile. Those just dominate. I know they've revealed themselves and they just have a dominant presence for me. I know you might have a very active people pleaser part, a high achiever part, avoider, shame, anger. You might notice a behavior and put it on your list, eating a lot of sugar or drinking wine every day. Make a list of it all. No right or wrong, no judgment, and no limit of possible parts. Now, when you look at your list, I want you to notice who might be a manager, who might be a firefighter, an exile. Do you see any patterns of how they might interact? Is there a certain manager that's protecting a certain exile? For example, maybe your achiever part keeps shame from coming out and it brings an angry part and sugar eating part when achiever can't effectively suppress shame. Please know, my friend, that your parts will not all reveal themselves at once. They're scared. They have a lot of fears. They're even afraid of what you might do with them. 
and some parts hide really well from you. And that's okay. They need to feel safe first. It's a process. Second exercise you can do is a visualization. And keep it simple. You're just imagining. Can you imagine? Here are some examples. You can invite your parts to a table, a campfire, a reflection pond, maybe somewhere at a park or beach, and simply invite them. Something like, hello, parts. I'd really like to meet you. Would anyone like to come to the beach with me? And see who shows up. Notice what they look like. And they might be inanimate objects. It might be a rock. It might just be a color. That's okay. You can ask their names, what they would like you to call them. The goal is awareness to acknowledge their presence. This is an important step. And then the next step would be to get to know one of your parts with a guided set of questions so you can learn about what job it does for you, how old it is, why it does its job, and even what it's afraid might happen if it stopped doing its job. There's so much to discover. And it might feel cumbersome and weird at first. I know it did for me. I was like, is this real? Am I really hearing my parts? Or am I just making stuff up based on what I saw on TV last night? But test it out. And if you want structured help, I'll put some resources in the notes for this episode. You can get a solid intro to IFS from YouTube videos, podcasts, And if you want, you can work your way up to a guided program or working with an IFS therapist. I'm doing all of these things as I really think it's worth it. In summary, we have active parts within us, no doubt. We've got managers, firefighters, exiles that have needs and jobs trying to protect us. IFS parts work can be a very natural, holistic way of healing the wounds and traumas we carry. And while there's so much to learn about IFS and how it works, IFS can work quickly to give you relief, boost self-compassion and emotional regulation, and improve your relationships with family and friends. Thank you for taking this journey with me and taking the time to listen and peek into all the good inner work. This journey of life is hard. And please know that you are not alone, my friend. My dream is for you to go from unhappy, stuck, lack of confidence, fearful, to joyful, clear, and empowered on the path to design a life that you want to get out of bed for each morning. Sometimes it's just amazing to have someone listen, understand, and not judge you. And if you want some help with that, with what you're struggling with right now, grab a time on my calendar through the link at the top right of stacysantiago.com or by clicking the link in the show notes. There is a way to move forward. And from experience, I can tell you, my friend, it's a lot easier and faster when you have help. By now you know I love helping you. I've got tons of amazing tools to share with you for free. So reach out, send me a DM, or write me directly at stacy at stacysantiago.com. Whether you need help managing emotions, your time, your energy, self-care, getting out of negative spirals, whatever it is, I probably have multiple videos, tools, worksheets, everything on it. And I look forward to seeing your name in my messages soon. 
One more super quick request. Would you please leave a review in the Apple Podcasts app? It's super simple and it takes less than 60 seconds. Just scroll down under the Right Order Life Podcast episodes, tap to leave a five-star rating, and then right below that, click Write a Review and write a few simple words about what you like about the podcast. Thank you for helping me get this message out to women who need to hear it. Okay, my friend, check out the links to IFS resources in the show notes, and please reach out if you have any questions at all. And please go share the show with your friends, invite them to tune in with you and learn how to connect with God, do the inner work so you can be happy at home and have meaningful work too. I'll see you back here next week, my friend. And until then, celebrate that you are one step closer to living your right ordered life.